Women Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Linda Crater celebrate the thoughts and opinions of magnetic, spirited, and influential women. Each week, bold, brilliant women spark vigorous conversations on the complexities of life, love, and happiness. Now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Linda Crater. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I am here with my lovely co-host, Linda Crater, and we're going to be visiting today with Cynthia Rowland from Oklahoma, Angela Breidenbach from Minnesota, Lisa Rapp McCall from Florida, and Lou Padgett from California. Now, the topic today is surprises, and surprises, (laughs) yeah, really, surprises. The way you said that, love it. Oh, yeah, boy. Um, You know, there's lots of things that come into the words surprises, like, you know, bombshells, unexpected, bolts from the blue. And those are all good surprises. Um, I was proposed to on stage in front of thousands of people and my marriage ended. So no surprise there. Um, It was like an ambush. And I don't like surprises. And I'm just going to start with with. To me, surprises are not fun. They're not cool, and I hate it. And thank I, you for saying that. <laughs> thank you. I'm the same way. This is me Andy. Too. Sorry. You know, they're usually you. I'm just saying usually. Usually, a surprise requires some sort of shock, some sort of commotion. There's like noise involved. There's stress involved. I mean, people don't come to you and go, "Hey, Angie, I've got the greatest surprise for you." Here's a massage therapist and a table, lay down and enjoy. But then you couldn't because you're like, crap, my legs are not shaved. I haven't taken a shower. My hair is greasy. How am I supposed to relax for this massage when I just came from the gym? Because the whole thing about that is we have lives. We have beliefs. We have, you know, and I live in fear of my birthday sometimes. because oh, I have so to- do I. I have my own birthday party. Like Lou will tell you, she's been to many of them. I'm like, this is my birthday party. This is the day. Anything outside of that, like just does not exist because (laughs) it's, it's shocking. And it's, you know, and it's, it, it, to me, it's very upsetting. And then you got to put some stupid smile on your face and go, Oh, thank you for surprising me. Fuckers. Okay. People who love it, (laughs) you know, but there's people who love it. And if you don't do it, They feel so hurt, and I don't know what to do with that because I'm with you, Sandra. Um, I don't like doing the birth. This is Angie. (laughs) I don't like doing the the birthday thing, and I don't like surprises uh, that I'm not expecting. Isn't that the definition of it? But, But, you know, there's sweet surprises, like when the grandkids show up wearing little Tigger costumes for Halloween, and it's so adorable, but that it's a very non-threatening you know kind of surprise it's not backing you into a corner it's not asking you to reveal something of yourself that you keep private in a public way which is like what happened to you on stage or you know just or the birthday party thing when I just I don't want the big crowd clapping around me happy happy birthday you know in a restaurant and I don't want surprises that I'm not, um, that is, I'm going to have to show something I'm not expecting. It's too revealing. Well, this is Cynthia, and I'm going to tell you I'm with Sandra. I do not like surprises at all, in any form, shape, anything, because my surprises usually end up costing me a lot of money. Hello, yes. Yes. 
And that's just not me. That's, I just, I feel like I need better control if I have to have surprises. And, you know, you hear the words, I'm pleasantly surprised. Really? What does that mean? Because sometimes <laughs> It means it wasn't a bad surprise. <laughs> it means it wasn't a two by four. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or I'm leery of surprises. Yes, that's me. Leery of surprises. I just don't need them in my life. I like things that are plain and simple and that maybe I'm a control freak. God, I hope I don't get Mm-mm. Parkinson's or something like that. But <laughs> seriously, surprises to me just mean upset to me. And mm-hmm. that's something that it's beyond my control and I can't even look back and tell you. Maybe I've had a couple of really nice surprises. Like when I got married once, my husband said, just pack your toothbrush and some underwear and I'll take care of the rest. And we went off to Hawaii for five days. Now, that was a nice surprise. Okay. But then there are. Chances are you talked about that at some point as a dream or something you'd like to do. Yeah. So that's not a surprise then. Plenty of surprises for my whole life. Okay. (laughs) It's a surprise somebody actually was listening. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but that's a lovely thing mm. Lou. okay um this is lou and san i remember when you got engaged and your comment was you went back to the hotel room and that ring felt like a boulder on your finger <laughs> i was like oh my god it's like a spotlight ship to shore and i can't even lift my hand it's an anchor <laughs> that's what you described it as and- <laughs> You know, I mean, we have surprises. And again, I think we can look at it as we have positive surprises and we have negative surprises. We have surprises that, you know, they come in a box. We have surprises that come in our bodies. Someone might be surprised by, oh, my God, I'm pregnant. And that could be a good or not so great thing. And then we have the personal. I feel surprise. a children's book coming on. <laughs> surprise <laughs> in a box. A surprise. Yeah, box. That's a surprise. But, you know, and I think. Some of the career surprises I've had have been convolutions that I never expected I was going to be doing. And when I was writing my first book, I never thought I was going to be an author. That was a surprise. And my one friend said to me, look, Lou, you can do everything. That's one of your problems. He said, me, I only do one thing really well. He said, but you can do all these other things. And the surprise for me was that I ended up writing. Then, you know, I have, you know, the personal surprises of, and this is supposed to be the positive one, you know, you see the person that you know you're going to marry. Well, for me, that wasn't like a smile on my face, like a little chiclet grin. It was more like, oh my God, that's who I'm going to marry. But it was a knowingness from inside. And whether I call it a karmic thing that ended up having to, take place. It did. Then it was done. Gave me some of the best information I've ever had. Did I ever think I was going to get divorced? No, that was also a surprise. But to do it and go through it the way on my terms was, that was really powerful. Now, you know, with you, with the, I think Valentine's is one of the classic supposed things. And if you want to see people having, you know, the, the shock reactions of, yes, I'd like to get married or I'd like to get engaged. I mean, I watched a woman one time in one of the top restaurants in Dallas. And this guy had, you know, the the ring brought out and the, you know, the big unveiling, uh, you know, uh, underneath the silver dome. And this girl, 
I mean, if she could have been shot, she would have been happier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I turned to the person I was with and I said, I'm going to tell you right now, that's going to last about 24 hours. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's the jumbotron thing of like, marry me. Oh, you see people going like this. No. <laughs> Surprises are best delivered once they've been planted and someone took the seed of it. Then it's a happy surprise. The unhappy surprises are coming home and discovering that your partner is in bed with somebody else. That's a surprise for sure, but not necessarily one you want, right? We're excited today to share a new sponsor with you, Organifi. That's Organifi, spelled with an I at the end. And they have a delicious line of nutrition and wellness products you'll love. Today we'll share one of our favorites with you, the Organifi Complete Protein. It's a meal replacement shake with 20 grams of organic plant-based protein per serving. It's delicious, and with five digestive enzymes, you feel great without bloating and heaviness. This high-protein shake, I make mine with plain water, aids in weight loss, can be used as a filling meal replacement, has vitamins and minerals, plus MCT oils with healthy fats that can help you feel fuller longer. And Organifi Complete Protein also boosts your immunity. Each bottle has 30 servings. I love the vanilla, and Sandra loves the chocolate flavor. It's delicious, nutritious, and our listeners can get 20% off. Go to Organifi.com, that's Organifi with an I at the end, and use code DYNAMIC. Such a great addition to your health and well-being. That's Organifi.com with code DYNAMIC for 20% off your order. Organifi with an I. You'll love it. Um, Yeah. From both sides. Now, do they want to talk about it? No, not necessarily. Now, who's going to share the surprise dog story? Because I love those. (laughs) (laughs) No, you won't love this one. (laughs) This is Angie. I had um, three children. One was a toddler and um, two young elementary kids. And I was pregnant, six months pregnant with my fourth. And we had company in the house that was a long stay person um, who was family who was staying with us for several weeks. And this, they, this person got together with my ex-husband and I had lost my kitty cat. I'm a cat person. And she had passed away after 18 years. Oh. And for, uh, the longest time I was mourning her. And I finally got to the point where it's like, I really needed a cat. So I said, I just, I really want a cat. I really want a cat. I really want a cat. And my ex-husband didn't want a cat. And so rather than um, saying, um, let's go ahead and get a cat or whatever. He went out and bought a $700 puppy and brought that home to me and gave it to me. I started crying in anger and it was, Oh look, she's so happy. She's crying. Who was going to potty drain a dog? Who was going to take care of the dog when I worked more than full time with all of these kids and pregnant? And I was like, take the dog back. You know, so what happens is sometimes people surprise you to manipulate what they want versus what you want. Right. How do you deal with that? I remember a guy, I was looking for a new vehicle. And I went to this dealership, and this man had tricked out a an H2, a Hummer, and he'd put, you know, like, he'd put ultra suede on the ceiling, and he'd done this whole thing, and he tricked out this whole Hummer for supposedly his wife, 
but it was actually for him. Exactly. <laughs> when it arrived in the driveway, it came back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point is you can't surprise somebody with the goal of, or a gift, right, of getting what you want. That's not a surprise. That's manipulation. <laughs> Angie, I've got a story about that. This is Linda. One Christmas with family, etc. We are opening gifts, and I am given a big box, and I open it up, and it's pots and pans, and it's mauve. They're mauve. And I was not really interested in mauve pots and pans nor did we need new pots and pans that was just crazy so i kept the face up in front of the children and they went to bed and i i'm bawling and i'm thinking that's what you think of me that's what you think i would love and the bottom line is that well i got a bracelet for you but i was going to give it to you tomorrow and meanwhile christmas eve that night was completely lost we we open gifts on christmas eve in our home and so do we and it was so heartbreaking because I honestly thought that's what you think and you know I hate surprises and boom, that's where we were. So mauve hands. So at any rate, that was not a successful one at all. And I'll just leave it at that. And I have a funnier story for you about these things, but we're going on a quick break and we'll be back. You're listening to Dynamic Women Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. And we'll return after these short messages. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Whether it's lunges or crunches or tricep dips, there is usually one exercise that you dread doing. I tell my clients that when they are working out on their own, to do the exercise that they like the least first. I have several women clients who really want to shape up their lower body, but they despise lunges or squats in any form. So we always do those exercises at the beginning of the workout when they have more energy and enthusiasm. By waiting until the end of the exercise session, especially if they're working out on their own, it is too easy to cut the workout short and not do those important exercises. For me, abdominal work is my least favorite, so I always do my abdominal exercises right after I warm up. After I get those out of the way, I concentrate on lifting weights, which I really do enjoy. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. It's By the time this show is over, you'll blink at least 30 times. The average person normally blinks about 20 times per minute or 17,000 times a day. A faster rate usually indicates anxiety or emotional stress. What's the word for someone who blinks a lot? A squint of FIGO. FBI agents have identified a specific type of blink that they directly associate with gamer staying. That's a person who tends toward deception and fraud. Attorneys, also known as pedophoggers, look for blinking when they have people on the stand. The eyelash flutter means they really do not like the question at all. Women blink more than men, but when a man blinks at a woman, he always appreciates a wink back. What's another word for flirting? Hazoku. It's marching Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. 
Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Lou Paget, Cynthia Rowland, Lisa Rapp McCall, Angela Breidenbach, and who did I miss? Did I miss somebody? Just me. Well, you're my wonderful co-host. You're all here. <laughs> Linda Crater. Um, I'm sorry, Lou said something over the break that I'm still just, just giggling over here. And we're talking today about accepting a surprise graciously. And, you know, there's surprises and there's surprises. You know, right around our birthdays, we expect surprises. But then there's kind of the new relationship surprises. And I'm going to go over to Lou. Okay. Um, as the author of five books and speaking worldwide in the area of sexuality, I have heard from lots and lots of people. And because I'm not a therapist, people will tell me just about anything. Honestly, they will. And so when we're talking about, you know, surprises and accepting them graciously, my comment on the break was, well, let's be honest here. In a new relationship, when you see your partner's body for the first time, when you see your partner's penis for the first time, how gracious are you on accepting what it looks like? Or what it feels like. And, and this is one of the more vulnerable times of surprises. And the same thing for your own body, you know, because I've heard from both women and men, you know, that there was something that they went like this. Oh, my God. Not in a good way. <laughs> and that was the bubble. But the smile was saying something else. And I think, you know, when we, we come to accepting and I said I reminded of one of the comments you made about getting lingerie you said oh my god it's just scratchy stuff and you just <laughs> it's just awful and you just it's really not for you it's for them and yet that's like the valentine's thing where it's kind of like surprise me with you know lingerie no really what people want when they want when people want to surprise you they want to make your heart smile mm-hmm. and that's something that now, if you know, if you had been given the kitty instead of the dog, you would have been much happier. Oh, yeah. and that would have made that would have made your heart smile. But you know, now if I'd been given a puppy, I would have been out of my mind uh, with happy. So when we look at surprises, both as a gift e and a gift or, I think we have to really take into consideration what the receiver is going to be feeling like, you know? So, you know, the talking about the, in when we know the movie truly madly deeply and she's expecting to get the uh, necklace that she finds in his pocket. And mm-hmm. instead she gets, you know, the video of, was it was a Joni, whatever it is. Right. And she's devastated and stays, you know, that's a total shock, total surprise. And, that I think that movie told a lot of truth about a lot of stuff. So when you are, when you're gifting someone, I always like to try and do a little reconnaissance work <laughs> and make sure that it is going to go over well. Find someone who, you know, is interested. It's, I don't know how it is. People go, oh, let me get an engagement. I got an engagement ring that was not what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was because he thought he knew better. Uh, no, my eyeballs are my taste factor, not yours. <laughs> well, and we have to wear them. Thank you. <laughs> girl, girl was not happy. Or I suppose you don't have to wear them. <laughs> there you go. Lisa's I next. Think, yeah, I think that brings up a really good point is, um, 
you know, are you really listening to someone when you're not, you know, following through and you're doing a surprise? Um, I think that's really important. Who's the surprise for? Is it for really for them or is it really for you um, when you're giving that surprise? Um, my husband is a big surprise giver. He loves surprises. And I, like the rest of you, I can't stand them. I hate <laughs> them. And this was something we really had to talk about a lot when we first started getting together and dating, etc. because it was a very big deal. I mean, he would go so far as just they would show, he and his family members will show up on each other's doorstep from like an eight-hour trip. And like, hi, we're here for the weekend. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This doesn't happen. Who does this, you know? (laughs) I mean, even when I lived in the same city as family, we always even called before we would go to someone's house. We just thought it was like a boundary and it wasn't very, you know, it was rude not to do that. So um, it was really interesting trying to maneuver through that and determine how we're going to make this work when we're on really different ends of the spectrum. And I think we worked it out fairly well. I don't think it's perfect, but um, it's kind of like you can't give me a wild surprise like that. Um, I need some clues, um, even if it's sort of like next weekend or how about, you know, in two weeks we do that. If that's enough of a surprise for you, then I can work with that because I want control and order and boundaries and, you know, um, then we can work it out. But it's been interesting trying to maneuver that through. But one of the things I've said to him is, who are you really giving the surprise for? It's not for them, really. It's for your benefit. And you got to think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go, Linda. You know, one of the things that I think it, that follows right on that is that sometimes surprises are done in a mean-spirited way, but done under the guise of humor. So I'll Mm -hmm. give you an example of this. Um, My sister is my size, but very buxom. And I am less. Let's just put it that way. So my stepmother and my sister got together one birthday. And this is in front of family. I'm opening gifts. And they give that is a pump-up bra with this little siphon thing that you can just go pump, 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 and it puts air in and and builds you up like a blow-up doll. And they are cackling and laughing. And talk about trying to accept something graciously. I kind of made comments because the joke in the family was, you know, I got the zits, she got the boobs. Um, I happen to like the way I am. But this gift was public it was embarrassing it was humiliating and it was done at my expense and I I talked to my sister about that just recently and she said it was so funny and I said it wasn't funny and it's why I've always had this saying surprises are for four-year-olds because I think that's about the right age where you like surprises and you haven't had bad ones yet so I don't have that anymore if anybody's interested (laughs) and I don't need it but isn't that just a terrible one well I think that appreciation really is outstanding when somebody gives you a surprise like that because Mm. you can fake appreciation 
you cannot fake that you love that. Oh no, there girl. was no faking it. I just kind of went. I just kind of smiled and said nothing. I, yeah. What could I say? They were all laughing anyway. They didn't. They weren't looking for a reaction. It was for them, not for me. <laughs> well, it's mean spirited. Yes. And it is done again, as you said, at your expense. Mm-hmm. And as if women don't have enough things being said to them that you know about your body, and for them to do this. Does your sister take great joy in having large areas of fat on the front of her chest? Uh, she's just had a breast reduction. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but but I think you know I think uh, unexpected surprises are also in the form of a stalker or mm. other things like that. Those are surprises. They're unwelcome. Right. As you're being stalked by somebody that you really could like. That's not stalking. That's no. courting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about like when I like, well, never mind. There was a very pleasant surprise that I experienced with Jackie Silver. So you mm-hmm. probably know who she is. I do. And she stalked me for like three months. And I, I was out of the country. I was not available to her. And I happened to be somewhere in Florida and she showed up and I was so pleasantly surprised that this beautiful woman wanted to be involved with me. And so that was a very different outcome that I have had with her, with other people, not so much, but I, Jackie Silver is a real special gal and I really enjoyed being stalked by her. And we still laugh about it. I call that pursuing as opposed to stalking. Stalking has a negative connotation for Mm -hmm. me. Well, Mm -hmm. that's Jackie's word is stalking, that she was after me. And I thought it was great, actually. I'd never been stalked by anyone before. A real one you don't want, trust me. No, no, no. I would fully agree. That's a terrible surprise. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, it would be a horrible surprise. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the question I'd like to know. Have you taken a negative surprise and turned it into a positive surprise. And this is Lou asking the question for the rest of the ladies. Well, I think that this weekend I, t- I took that negative stalker experience that I had, you know, which was all over my social media, all over my shows. And I, I worked really hard to turn it around into a positive experience where people supported me. I thanked them. I, I, I got in contact with people I hadn't, and I was gracious about it in social media, saying that as unfortunate as the stalker incident was, it reminded me how much we need to support each other and trust that our friends know us and be grateful for all the support we do have. So, yeah, I think you can turn a negative surprise around like a, you know, Internet ambush smear campaign and stalking into something very positive. Well, and the thing that you did, this is Lou again, San, is that you took immediate action. Yes. And so when a surprise is negative and you take immediate action, then you're more likely to feel you're more in control of it and you can start looking at what options are. And 
you know. Well, it was fun because, you know, you realize when you're in a surprise situation, who your friends are, who you can trust. I mean, you know, Linda, you rallied right to to my defense and, and my friends came forward and said, hey, you know, this is this isn't something um, that is Sandra. This isn't Scott. You know, this is just silly. And, you know, that that secondary support that came in really felt made me feel validated and loved and supported. And, you know, so I could just take it and run with it. And, you know, I'm very thankful for that experience at the at the outset because it allowed me to grow. It allowed me to respond and not react. It allowed me to put my money where my mouth is. We are visiting today with Angela Breidenbach, Cynthia Rowland, Linda Crater, Lou Paget, and Lisa Rapp McCall. We'll be back talking more about surprises. And we'll return after these short messages. It's you have probably heard about the Ring Video Doorbell app. It has a motion sensor that alerts your cell phone if someone is on your porch or rings a doorbell. All you have to do is tap your phone and you can see who is at your door and talk to them through a remote mounted camera and speaker. My husband thought this would be a good idea to have for our home. However, I had no idea he had installed it while I was out of town. Imagine how confizzled I felt when I returned home, went to unlock the door, and suddenly heard my husband's voice calling at me from seemingly nowhere. He had installed a camera and speaker high up in a tree next to our front porch. Talk about being surprised and confused. What's another word for being confused? Flabbertubles. It's marching Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. During the holidays, temptation is everywhere. Christmas parties, office parties, Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas dinner, New Year's parties, not to mention the cookie exchanges and delectable food gifts. It seems like every time you turn around, you're faced with temptation to eat the wrong foods and get off your healthy living lifestyle. I want you to know that you can go through the holiday season and make good choices and still have a fabulous and merry time. This holiday season, don't make food your focus. There's so much more to the holidays than just incredible food. Make your family, friends, and loved ones the focal point of the season. Center in on the true meaning of why we celebrate and give thanks. It's okay to enjoy some wonderful food, too. Just keep your portion sizes in check and stay faithful to your exercise. I'm Annette Hammond. Visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Cynthia Rowland, Angela Breidenbach, Lisa Rep McCall, Lou Paget, and Linda Crater, and we're talking about surprises. And, you know, some surprises are planned for us. Some surprises, like I found out this weekend, were a planned attack. But there are unexpected gifts of surprise. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I found was that when I had my unexpected surprise this weekend in social media, I found out who my friends were. I was 
reminded that I'm loved and respected in my community, I was given this great opportunity to shine and use my skills and actually put like my coaching money where my mouth is. And and a lot of people were watching how I responded and they private messaged me later saying, this is so great. If and when it happens to me, I'm going to take from your playbook. Now, that was really cool. So those were really unexpected gifts of surprise. I'm going to go over to Angie Breidenbach. You know, um, earlier in the show, we talked about the mauve pots and pan set. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the unwanted, them. yeah. And the <laughs> unwanted puppy with, you know, toddlers potty training, new babies coming and overworked mom. But uh, I had another surprise that I didn't understand the intent behind it. And I started learning to ask questions so I could better decipher what kind of a surprise things were and what people's intents uh, were in giving me surprises. And my husband, um, he is a very romantic and sweet man. And back in 2009, I left his heating company and went off into my writing and speaking career. And for Christmas that year, so that was November 2009, for Christmas 2009, I got a set of glasses from him that had my company logo engraved on them. Mm. Now, what you don't know is that my cupboard was already full of glasses because his mother had given me a large set of glasses the year before. And I'm thinking, what in the world? Why would anybody do that? You know, and why would I need a company logo on my glasses when I work in my home? (laughs) You know? So I started to get revved up about this and um, talked to my stepmom who was there for Christmas. And I just said, I I just don't feel loved. This was so thoughtless. He didn't even, you know, think about what he gave me. And it's a gift I already got last year and blah, 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 blah. And but she said, are you sure about that? And I kind of stopped, wiped my tears of feeling unloved. I'd revved myself up really well. And she says, maybe you should ask him. So the next morning when we had some private time, kids were off playing and doing their thing, I asked him, what exactly did you intend by that gift? Can you explain it? And all of a sudden he said, oh, yeah, I just wanted to be really supportive of your business and I I wanted you to know that I was supporting you. And I was like, oh my gosh. I said, so who, who came up with the idea of the logo and the glasses? And he goes, me. I go, what do you mean? And he says, I was in this glass shop. They were, at, they were asking me about a bid for heating, and I saw these really pretty engraved glasses, and I knew you liked pretty things like that. And I was like, oh, talk about deflate my overinflated sense of injustice. <laughs> <laughs> and so I learned to ask the question because it works for people who are doing things negatively as well. If somebody is calling you out on the spot publicly and trying to humiliate you, I've learned to ask the quiet question loud enough to be heard. (laughs) What exactly did you mean by that? Can you explain? And you can put somebody else in the hot seat instead of yourself when they have intended harm to you. But if you're asking that question of someone giving you a good surprise, you can begin to understand the thought process behind it. Either way, that question works. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is Lou speaking. Uh, as a public speaker and speaking in the area of sexuality, 
I often have people who will try and do the uh, sabotage from, you know, from the audience. Gotcha. And one mm-hmm. of the things that I do, and one of the reasons it's, you know, I, I am able to, you know, deflect that surprise question. What I know is that for most people, when they're asking those questions, they want to prove that they know something or they want to act like they're, you know, the expert thing. Or they're really uncomfortable, right? Right. (laughs) Yes. Or because, you know, for all of us in our particular areas, chances are we know when someone's asking a question and they really do have, you know, a true intention. Mm -hmm. And you also know when you're listening to someone who is like they're wanting to ask a question for ego. So what I will often do is I will look at them. And if I know that I'll say, can we wait until we get to the next section and then I'll answer all the questions. But I will also say to them, can I get you to repeat that question? Which they normally, you know, it, it sort of like falls out of them again because they've been rehearsing this thing. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I'll ask, because I want to be clear and I want to be able to answer you in the best way possible. Which then, that surprise, which wasn't negative, what ends up happening is most audiences, and you you ladies may have found this as well, most audiences are self-regulating. And if there is someone who's getting a little out of control, the audience will get them back in line. But I've also had times when I've had truly, hugely pleasant surprises with royalty statements. Yippee! <laughs> that I never expected. <laughs> and those are awesome, which, but I've also had times when I got told things in contracts that I was like, whoa, I did not expect that. But again, mm-hmm. as San said, you know, mine was, you know, manuscript as submitted is being rejected. But what happened out of that is changing a relationship, creating a new relationship, one that worked through all five of my books, which mm-hmm. I have to tell you, when I first heard it, it wasn't a good surprise. It turned out to be a great surprise. So you know, and telling parents surprises that, you know, you want to do something for them. That's a really fun thing that warms your heart. But I always ask people before they're going to do something, make sure it's going to make that person's heart smile. Otherwise, don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, Lou, I love that make your heart smile thing. I think, though, the nature of surprises are that they aren't always planned in your life and they're not always by people close to you so as you're talking about unexpected gifts of surprises I recently was seeing a man for a very brief period of time two and a half weeks and it w- it just was a bizarre scenario etc but no it was just bizarre it, it was never going to go anywhere it was sort of an adventure and and it ended and that's fine But I met a wonderful woman friend out of this, very unexpectedly, who just turns out to have a lot of the same interests. And I find it very rare to make a new female friend later in life. I think you you Mm -hmm. don't always have a lot of touch points. And I, I firmly believe that God puts people in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And I think that this... um, I don't even want to call it dating, palling around relationship was really for no other reason than to introduce me to a new friend at a time when it would be most welcomed and appreciated. So there are some unexpected gifts of surprises and that's one. 
Well, you know, this is Lou again, and San and I met in an unexpected way when she ended up moving in with her boyfriend, who wasn't her fiance at the time, along with his brother next door to me. And, you know, out of that, which wasn't necessarily the world's best thing for her, we developed a phenomenal relationship and friendship. Which and was the best thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> again, it's, there, there's somebody who's, who knows what's the reason. <laughs> exactly. Cynthia. Well, I want to hop in and say that there are some surprises that I really do like. And just as Lee says, when she was pleasantly surprised to find her statement from her book publisher with added funds, that's always fun for me. As someone saying like, oh, yes, we did this and this is going to make you money. Maybe I'm just so burned out on business and everything. When you get to my age, you kind of get that way. But <laughs> you know, it's like 39. Exactly. 39. And you, I just want my life to be more normal and balanced. And, you know, surprises. Okay. Maybe I could find a few that I really do like. But I was like Lou. It's like one of the first uh, receipts I got for my first book. It was such a huge surprise. I'd had no idea that it made me want to write another book right away. So there are surprises like Jackie Silver. And I didn't get to really say what she did for me, but Jackie Silver flew to Los Angeles to meet me. And I was out of the country. And this woman, just the thought that she would do that to, to meet me just was um, very, it was a very sincere gesture. And I really, really appreciated it. But mm -hmm. Jackie Silver has become one of my best friends. And now I see Linda Creter uh, and Sandra Beck becoming my good friends too. So <laughs> those kind of surprises, I'll take any day of the week. But some too. of those surprises, forget it. Just leave me out of it. Yep. Amen. I think there's really positive surprises that can happen, like um, being told I'm going to be a Grammy. Um, having a new little one show up in your life at a point where you have so much more love to give is, is such a joyous thing. But I think it's, it's really in the joy of the surprise or the intent of the surprise. We all like those kinds of surprises, but the put on the spot, vulnerable surprises. I think that's what we're talking about. That puts fear into every human soul you know another one of those universal experiences nobody likes getting clocked upside the head when you're not expecting it and nobody likes being clocked upside the head when you are expecting it so it's it's really more about what is the intent behind the surprise and is it a is it something that we can accept joyfully Angie, I love that because I have a fear, this is Linda, of sitting in a comedy club and having them call on me. <laughs> I, I absolutely do not want that. Thank you so very much. And I try and hide. So I, I'm with you at that. I would love if we could talk about in the next segment, we're coming up on our last break, that, that the drama is often at our expense and with surprises. The good news is that when we go through surprises and we make our way through them, we're often contented and have learned from it. So mm -hmm. we're going on a very quick break, but we'll be back just in a few moments and we'll continue to talk about surprises. 
and how they lead us. We're Dynamic Women Talk Radio, and we'll return after these short messages. foot according to state troopers here's what not to do when you get pulled over don't be a lachrymis and start crying right away it doesn't help but if you're under 20 crying won't be held against you don't ask for a break and don't yell or start any argy bargy and one trooper said if they're going to flirt with me to get out of a ticket it would probably insult my intelligence But, unfortunately, I don't get hit on all that often. So flirting or being a gill flirt won't work. Did you know that 15% of all drivers get 76% of all traffic tickets? And the odds of winning if you challenge a traffic ticket in court are 1 in 3. So what should you do when you get pulled over for speeding? Be courteous to the officer and, most of all, be honest. Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. According to a Gallup poll, 56% of Americans want to lose weight. Most of us know that muscle burns more calories than fat. So when you're trying to lose weight, you want to lose body fat while preserving the muscle you have. Lifting weights while you're losing weight is not an option. It's a requirement. According to a Penn State study, when dieters don't pump iron, 22% of their weight loss comes from losing muscle. So if you lose 20 pounds without lifting weights, almost 5 pounds will be muscle. Upping your protein intake is important. And Columbia University researchers found that protein intake plays a significant role in preserving lean muscle mass during weight loss. Preserve your muscle as you drop the body fat. I'm Annette Hammond. Like us on Facebook at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm visiting today with my lovely co-host and Cynthia Rowland, Angela Breidenbach, Lisa Ratmacall, and Lou Paget. Now, surprises, whether they're good surprises or not so good surprises, they grow us. And they also confirm that what we're doing is okay. And recently, my my little son, the dancer, the baseball player, the soccer player, you know, he's he's one of those kids that can do anything physical, and he's got a great attitude, so people want him. And you know, as his mother, I have to control his signups. You know, we're, we're not going to be 24-7, you know, doing these extracurricular activities because people want you. And one of the groups has been very vocal about posting on my Facebook, stopping me at the group events to make sure that they know that Zach would be great for the team. And I don't want him to do team or travel. You know, I don't know what you guys call it around the country. But This woman who runs this organization confronted Zach and she said, you know, I talked to your mom and I really think that you should be on team and I really think you should do travel and I really think you should do this. And he said to her, my mom already told you no. 
And I was really surprised because he's a 10-year-old or 11-year-old boy now. And it was flattering. And when he came home to me and told me this story, I said, why did you you tell him that? And he's like, Mom, we got to have each other's back. We got to be clear, you know, with Um, what we want. And, you know, I was really surprised because, you know, I've been pounding in my kids' heads, you know, responsibility, authenticity, you know, respond, not react, you know, all these things that I had to learn in my 40s. I want them to get down, you know, before they're 10 years old. And, you know, I was surprised that he got it. And I was really surprised what a gift that was to me in validating, you know, that I'm raising kids that are great citizens of the world. I'm going to go to Lisa Rapp. That's a great example. And I think in parenting, we're just always surprised. These kids, you know, are doing or saying things or are faced with situations where we're surprised. And, you know, many times happily by their responses, sometimes not as, you know, we would have liked it to happen. But I think this thoughts about surprises, they help me stay adaptable. They make me learn so many different things, whatever it is in that situation. Um, They really (laughs) empower me to pivot and become better at whatever it is I need to become. Um, So I think we can really grow through our surprises and, you know, enhance ourselves, empower ourselves and become different people. Pivot. That's such a good word because you're just kind of, you know, maneuvering and stepping forward and and adjusting and, and adjusting as we go. Uh, I'm going to go to Cynthia Rowland, too. Let's talk about some of these these growth things we've experienced because of surprises. Well, I, like you, have two sons, Sandra, and they have always filled my life with surprises. Thankfully, they are on their own and they are well-established businessmen. But one thing that I learned, not only flexible, pivoting, but dancing with your sons so that whatever they bring to you, you are not going to fly off the handle or be um, out of control. And that's kind of what I think about with my sons, how they've provided me with seven grandchildren now and (laughs) <laughs> they they are uh, well-established businessmen, which to me means that I no longer have to support them. And I love that because, you know, when your kids get to be a certain age, you know that you have done well when they no longer ask you for money and they have their own places to live. They own their own homes, etc. So my Brava. son made my heart smile because of who they are and what they have done with their lives. And that surprise really wasn't even a surprise for me because I knew they were such good kids. Like yours, you know that they're good kids from the very beginning. Lou. Um, this is this is Lou. <clears throat> I'm going to was um, you know talking about what you learn from children. And in my experience, I was a stepmother to three, te- well, one was 12, um, but three teenagers and uh, two boys and a girl. So everything was a surprise. And I call it the four, three, two, one. When I got there, there were four dogs, three kids, two houses, one husband and me. And so what I learned from them was uh, I learned 
the surprise for me was that I really wanted to be a stepmother. And I don't know where that came from, but I thought it would be incredibly cool to be a stepmother. And it was, even though people said you're out of your mind. And when I, what the big surprise for me was I had so many tools to use with them that I had learned that my mother had not done. And one of the big things I learned, the surprise for me was how good my listening was. And I learned to listen in a way for them that they had never had that happen before. They also said, you know, you are the first adult that treated us like an adult rather than children. And I was like, no one's done that? And they said, no. So the pleasant surprises were that I ended up having these amazing relationships, particularly with two of them, even though the relationship with him was going off the rails. And, you know, so the negative part was that ended over there, but those relationships continued. And, you know, when we talk about the public, you know, dis, you know, surprises, I always go to those jumbotron things where they show people, you know, put a camera on them and they're supposed to kiss. And oh, I don't have have ever seen those. There's one where the guy's on his phone talking to someone and the girl's going, hey, hey. And he goes, forget it, forget it. And finally, after about the third time, when they scan back on her, the guy who's the club mascot runs down the stairs, takes the guy's coat, dumps it over his head, picks up the girl and runs up the stairs with her. It's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) What that surprise did was showed her exactly what this guy was like. It's like time to, you know, time to cut bait on this baby. And there's other times where you'll see them, they'll hold up a sign on this really good looking woman and this guy. And he finally picks up a sign and goes like this. She's my sister. (laughs) (laughs) But what, what you see is people, you know, cause people often, you know, they, they'd love to have that happen. And, you know, you get to see the pleasant surprises or, you know, the couple that they scan on and the couple goes, we're not together. Or the guy who gets caught at Dodger stadium um, by his, (laughs) Uh, parole officer. Because <laughs> reported in. Oops. Surprise. Next. Next. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing what um, the act of surprise will do for humor. And one of the things that I learned in, in taking a class for writing humor was that it's the unexpected. Because you draw someone along in what is expected and then you flip the coin on them and it becomes something completely different and as long as it's pleasant you know it can be really really funny but i wouldn't want to be the guy who had the coke dumped on his head (laughs) the look on his face was hilarious (laughs) (laughs) but i think you know when we're doing stuff like earlier we talked about how humor was used negatively you know, the in in the gift of the bra. Mm-hmm. But the um but humor can be used so positively. Um we we went to out to dinner with my kids and um I was handed a little gift bag and in I opened it and inside a baggie, so I didn't have to touch it, I'm gonna clarify this, was the pregnancy test. You're gonna be a Grammy. Oh. And you know, it was absolutely not expected. So, and it was such an unusual thing to pull out of a gift bag in the middle of a restaurant (laughs) that it could have gone negatively, but 
it wasn't negative. It was an unexpected, we all started laughing because it was such an unexpected gift to get. But, you know, you can use that when you're giving a surprise. You can give that away to someone, the unexpected, when it's a, a joy or a laugh that's positive, that changes their life in a, in a way that, or maybe even uplifts them. I do these muse and writer conversations on Facebook all the time with my cat, excuse me, feline. And it isn't about negativity at all. It's that it's I'll go along with the conversation. And at the end, there's usually some silly zinger where I'm doing a face palm or saying, oh, brother, you know, or whatever. But the humor in the conversation is that the feline has been given um, the, the personification of a human being. And that people buy into, even though they know it's not real. And mm-hmm. so sometimes the the surprise is that it's the opposite of what you expect. The surprise is that it is so joyful and loving and giving and that you're expecting joy in return. I think it's really important to, like has been said, when you're giving the gift of surprise, make sure that your intent is to give joy and not expense in any way that you do that. Um, I, what, well, Linda, what do you think? I, I agree with you entirely. And I think that intent, we can't always control. We can only, we can only control our response to things. So going back to the, the pump up bra that was not welcomed, I do remember just making a funny face and smiling and kind of going along with the joke because I was raised not to be rude to people and so Mm -hmm. that part was good but I I think there's some other nice things that can happen as surprises and in my case I recently was um, I I run veterancaregiver.com and the Facebook page there is quite active and I was recently contacted by a prior employee at another company that I, I owned and he just said you're doing such great work and doing what you do best and I I I was so touched because I hadn't thought of his name forever and ever. At the time that I'd hired him, I did not know that he was a veteran. And so nice things can happen. We don't always get stalkers. We don't always get bad things on social media. But when we get some nice things that happen in life, it's a good thing. So I think one thing we've learned from talking with Cynthia Rowland, Angie Breidenbach, Lisa Rapp McCall, Lou Paget, and Sandra and I today is that Please go forth and give surprises that make your heart smile and the heart of the receiver smile because there are some good surprises in life and joy is worth seeking in this world. Thank you for listening to us today. We'll be back next week with more dynamic women and great topics. See you soon. Thank you for tuning in today to Dynamic Women Talk Radio and join us each week. You can find more shows on dynamicwomentalkradio.com.